Hey girlfriend, welcome to the Damn Happy, Damn Healthy podcast. This is your host, Chelsea Caller. We will be talking all things health, fitness, life, and relationships. This podcast is for the woman wanting to find her happiest, healthiest, and most confident self without flipping her life upside down or sacrificing the things she loves most in order to do it. I am so excited to have you here. Now, lady, let's get to it. Hello, beautiful, and welcome to the best of the best series of the Damn Happy, Damn Healthy podcast. I'm your host, Chelsea Caller, and I am so pumped to recirculate some of our most downloaded episodes to you over the next several weeks. My husband and I just had our first baby boy, Reese Kyler, and I am on maternity leave, but we thought there would be no better way than to keep the podcast rolling during this time off than to republish some of the episodes that you guys have loved the most. So over the next eight weeks, you are going to be shared our favorite episodes and favorites named by you, our listeners. As you dive into this, enjoy some of these incredible interviews, some of these workouts, some of these solo episodes conversations with my husband, and so much more. I know you're going to love it because you loved it the first time around. Let's go ahead and head on into this series and enjoy listening to the Damn Happy, Damn Healthy podcast. Hello, Damn Happy, Damn Healthy fam. Welcome back to the podcast. Today, we've got a special guest. I know that you're going to love this. It's a fun little Q&A with my husband, Clint, and I. And I have to say, you guys, this is by popular demand because my Insta fam has been seriously loving on the content with Clint lately. So as I was experiencing that and having conversations with you guys about him, I thought it would be a really good time to dive into a Q&A together. And we requested some questions on Instagram, and we are going to dive into these questions inside the this episode, nothing was off limits. So we're talking about marriage, we're talking about food, how we met, how Clint proposed. There, there's such a variety of questions and I'm so excited for you to dive into our answers and get to know Clint and I's relationship a little bit more. We are just thrilled to hopefully give you something, some sort of takeaway that helps you in your life, in your marriage, in your health, Whatever it might be, I hope that this episode is fun for you, most of all, and I just can't wait to dive in. So let's go ahead and head on in there. All right, you guys, here we are. Clint is in my office. He's making a funny face, and we are going to do a little Q&A per Instagram request. We have had, like I said in the intro, a lot of love for Clint content lately, and I just thought, you know what? We need to get him on the podcast again and do more of like a Q&A type episode where we're just answering you guys' questions about life and marriage and fitness and health and other random stuff that you guys asked us all too. So, hi, Clint. Hello. Excited to participate today. I'm excited too. So I will say you guys, we have a lot of questions. So we're going to just dive on into this thing. And hopefully within a reasonable amount of time, we will get through them. Honestly, I think that our best bet's just going to be like to get started and we'll see how long these questions each take. And if we don't get all of these answered, we will be sure to do another episode sometime because there's a lot. Anyway, first question 
Are you ready, Clint? I think I'm ready. <laughs> Hopefully not, there's no hard questions in there. <laughs> All right. First question is how did we meet? And oh, I'll stop with that. This person had two questions. So how did we meet? Um, do you want to take this one or you want me to take this on? You can start it off, then I'll fill in the gaps where you're missing key, <laughs> key points. Okay. Um, I always tell everybody, like, funnily, that I met Clint during, like, my single summer. And I'm not, like, lying when I say that. Like, I had, like, went into that summer. Um, it would have been summer of 2011, yep. I believe. We, so we've almost been together, like, for 10 years. Married five years. But... We, I like went that summer with full intentions of being single, enjoying my time with my friends, not having a man, that kind of thing. And then it just so happens that one night at, it's not glamorous, y'all, <laughs> we met one night at a party, um, Clint just like walked up to me and hit on me. I guess from there, it, it kind of was history. There were like, that summer was like on and off a little bit, but once we went back to school, different schools, I should say, end of the summer, like we've been together ever since. Anything? What Chelsea forgot to mention is we grew up about two miles apart. And while we really started to date when we were in 2011, I really had my eye on her ever since the age of about six. Um, as I would drive or ride my bike through her little town, I'd uh, give her a little wave now and then. And um, so she didn't realize it, but I was uh, uh, start trying to work some game really early on in my in my uh, uh, childhood. He's lying. <laughs> no, that's the truth. <laughs> that is a good point to make, though. Crazy, you guys. Clint and I lived two miles from each other our entire lives. Both of us like grew up in one house and one house only. And we never knew each other. Like, I would say maybe we knew of each other, but we never had met. We had never, like, had an encounter. We, we lived in two different towns, technically, but very close on the same road and went to different schools and just never met until summer after our freshman year of college. And it's kind of like that summer was, I always turn back and call it the most fun summer of my life. It was a blast. We, we probably got, like, an average of four to five hours of sleep every night because we literally had this like friend group that hung out from the time we got done with our summer jobs till like one or two in the morning and then we'd go to work, go to sleep for a few hours, go to work, do it all over again. It was a good time. You agree? I agree. <laughs> all right. Next question. Um, hopefully that answers your question, girl. Um, we met at a party. Nothing, nothing glamorous there, but it, it, our story is is kind of fun. Next question. Do you both like healthy food options or is it split decision when we make food? So I'm going to let Clint start with this at least. And our other podcast episode has a lot more on this. So if you haven't already listened to my interview of Clint a long while ago, um, several episodes back, then check it out and it will like really fill you in on this topic. But Clint, what, what do you have to say? I would say 10 years ago, I maybe ate healthy 20, 30% of the time and ate unhealthy, the, the, the difference of that. Um, since Chelsea and I have been together, uh, I have transitioned to a much healthy eater. I would say I'm maybe like 80, 85% healthy eating and then uh, do throw an occasional maybe slice of pizza or some French fries. I'm a, I'm a French fries definitely 
uh, got me. So anytime I go to a place with good French fries, sometimes I'll have to order some of those. So I would say in general, I do a fairly good job of, of eating healthy, but still will splurge now and then and, and treat myself. That's right. Damn happy, damn healthy eating y'all. Um, I will just like say with that one, you guys, it wasn't always that simple um, for us and for us to like manage because I understand that that sometimes can feel complicated. I used to make two meals, <laughs> like not all the time, but Clint would like look at something and be like, there's no way in hell I'm eating that. <laughs> and, and over time, like one of the things he used to tell me he hates is avocados. And <laughs> now he's like obsessed with them. So just things like that. And then one thing that Clint's learned, I think, which is really incredible. And I think that a lot of people who, because I've been on my health and fitness journey and like my healthy eating journey a lot longer than Clint has. I think that one thing that Clint's discovered that's like really inspiring is that like how good healthy food makes him feel. And I just think it's kind of funny and ironic that he said something to me when he got home from lunch today. He told me he said that he's like, oh babe, I ate unhealthy for lunch today. And I'm like, what'd you have? And he's like, I had I had a bunch of French fries and he got a wrap, but he's like, he understood that like after the afternoon hit, like he like felt bad because he ate more indulgently than he normally would. Um, and that's really cool to see him. I mean, obviously I don't want him to feel bad and I want him to be able to enjoy healthy food, but it's really cool for him to like see how his body reacts to not so nutrient dense food. Yeah, yeah, as I've started to eat healthier in, in more recent years, I feel like my body really tells me when I'm eating healthy or when I'm eating food that I shouldn't eat so often. And like if I do splurge and eat, say, a Casey's pizza or a bunch of French fries and afterwards for like four or five hours, I'm like, damn it, why did I eat, go, go ahead and eat that? Like it, it tasted amazing, but as soon as I got to <laughs> eating it, I regret ordering that and eating it. So uh, I think of, of that a lot and I'm like, it's amazing how much our bodies tell us if you really just sit back and listen to them on what kind of nutrients and what kind of food it needs to live or to be healthy and and uh, allow you to be, continue to be active. Yeah, and y'all, Clint's like got the metabolism of an Energizer bunny, so he's that guy can, who can eat whatever he wants and still look the way he looks. So <laughs> I think it's really cool that he is in tune with how his body feels versus how his body looks because he he is blessed in the in the metabolism category right now. I always say it's gonna catch up to him, but we'll see. He's shaking his head no. <laughs> All right, next question. Um, it says, when you disagree or are not pleased with him, how do you handle that? <laughs> that usually happens less than once a year because I'm using my best behavior, but I'll let Chelsea take it from here. Um, I don't know. Like, okay, this is going to sound like so cliche and so silly. I will say, you guys, like, you're going to, there's some other questions in the mix that I think will, like, lead to this and, like, help you understand why this, like, works for us. Clint and I are very different, like, very different people. That in turn, I think helps us out a lot in this category because we don't really butt heads. It's more so just like, like it's not like two people trying to achieve the same result. We both like have different ways of approaching things. <laughs> I will say like, we're not perfect. We don't argue a lot. We don't get into a ton of fights. That's the like cliche thing I was gonna try and say. But I think it's because we do a pretty good job of communicating. But if I'm irritated with Clint, 
I would say he probably knows it before I say something. <laughs> I don't know. This is a hard question to answer, Clint. My, my joking response is that we, we typically just have a wrestling match, and whoever gets pinned, that's the one that uh, lost the argument and has to move on. <laughs> We don't do that, but, but but Clint always says that. Clint's very much, much a jokester, so we're not perfect in this world, but I think that one thing that we do a really good job of is communication, and Clint specifically does a really good job of, like, emphasizing the whole idea of not raising our voices. Like, we try really hard, like, not to be, like, yelling at each other, and I think that like open communication and you can be frustrated and be mad and have open communication but I think like where it gets elevated is like the tone of your voice or the level of your voice and that's something that we try and do a pretty good job of like maintaining more of like a neutral ground on. And I would say the biggest thing for me is I mean we're no one's perfect there are always going to be arguments in relationships at some point and I think the biggest thing is just figuring out how to get past those as soon as you can and get get out you know get through that argument as quick as you can and move on and try to uh, get past it because to me it's like I hate being in a in a in a pissed off mood and so like occasionally it's going to happen but my whole goal is like how can we communicate and figure out what what happened and get past this so that we can get back to our happy moods because to me I'm like I don't want to spend my whole day being upset so let's spend 15 minutes in our argument and then get past it and then have 23 hours and 45 minutes of uh of very happy parts of your day yeah i like that we we do that we just like bust it out get the argument over with and it's like i don't we never end an argument like in like us walking away from each other really either i mean and if one of us does then the other one of us is probably coming to get them and talk because we don't like like clint said no sense in dragging it on. So that's important in our world. Um, okay, next question. I'm liking these. How about you, Clint? Love it. <laughs> All right. Our favorite thing to do together. Oh, that's an interesting this is, one. This is a hard question. Um, I probably would personally say hang out with friends. I know that that seems like weird because we... That's not necessarily just the two of us. If I was just going to say the two of us, I would say workout. I'm not sure Clint would say that. But go ahead. What would you say? And then we can talk about the first one. Chelsea's is definitely workout together. She loves on like the weekends uh, spending some time together working out and trying to put me in as much misery during that workout and make it as hard on me as possible. So that I would get, say that that would be hers. Um, when it comes to my mine, really just... Anything together, being active. I love to be active and love to be outdoors. So whether that's fishing or hunting together, which Chelsea's <laughs> not a big fan of those, but sometimes she'll do it with me, or going on a bike ride or shooting some hoops at the at the park. Really anything that we're doing together, active, is really what, what I enjoy. Mm-hmm. And I said the whole idea of hanging out with friends. Like, Clint and I are very much people people. Like, we enjoy interacting with other people, and... I think that's like where we like thrive as a couple the most is just like being around the people that we love. And I think we get a lot of compliments about like our like vibe when we're around other people and how we can like both be um, engaged with each other, but also know that like our interaction and engagement with other people like is important to the other person. So we're not like that couple that's 
tied at the hip at the bar or like there have been times we're out and I don't even see Clint but it and it doesn't it's fine but I know that's not together but we just like really thrive when we're with friends and family and I really enjoy that time so I think outside of just us I would say working I mean working out and then spending time with friends we, we love that most most annoying trait the other one has do you want me to go first? Sure. <laughs> All right. Ours ours are going to probably be like combating each other, you guys. But just hear us out. My least favorite trait of Clint's is... <laughs> I, I'm going to say... Okay. My biggest pet peeve first, which leads into my least favorite trait. My biggest pet peeve is when Clint makes his peanut butter toast in the morning and leaves a knife that's covered in peanut butter in the sink instead of rinsing it off and putting it in the dishwasher. And that just like leads into me saying like, I have like a much different opinion of like what's picked up and clean and tidy than what Clint does. So I think my like biggest pet peeve is like, his not need to have like a tidy and sparkling house and and the fact that I ask him every morning to put his knife in the dishwasher and he doesn't <laughs> okay go ahead we've we've worked through this many times guys so this is not a this is not like a hot button or anything we're fine <laughs> my biggest pet peeve for Chelsea is when we have to clean an already clean house so let me expand on that a little bit the house is perfectly picked up, no crumbs anywhere, and we have people coming over and Chelsea needs to wants to re-clean stuff that's already clean. Um, my opinion is a little few things here and there. It just looks like the house is being lived in where Chelsea likes it to be so clean that you could eat off the floor sometimes. And so we have a little bit of difference in opinion when it comes to that. You can thank my mom. <laughs> Terry. It's your fault that I'm this way. <laughs> I I get it from my mom. But yes, I, I love a clean house. We just like, yeah, we have different opinions in that world. And I would say that's something that we butt heads on more than anything. But we just have both like, I mean, I haven't really given in. I'm going to be honest. I don't know how much I will budge on it. But it it is what it is. We, we make it work. Ch Chelsea does have a few double standards though. Because when she puts that... That uh, peanut butter knife in the sink, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on. <laughs> Clint just had to put that in there. Yeah. Okay. All right, who is the better cook? Well, I'd be lying if I said I was the better cook. Um, part of what's allowed me to transition to eating healthier over the last several years is how phenomenal of a cook Chelsea is. Um, she could take the most random ingredients and I think and not even have a recipe, throw it together and it would taste phenomenal and be healthy. I'm not sure how she does it. She wings it like 90% of the time and uh, she might like start with the recipe for the first 10% of it and then shut the book and, and just go off her own uh, instinct to what she wants to throw in. So she's a phenomenal cook. I can cook, not as good. I'm probably a little bit better. My forte is probably cleaning dishes. I've definitely got Chelsea beat in that category because I'm really good at that. <laughs> we have balance there. I do all the cooking most of the time. 
And Clint, Clint, thanks for the compliment. That was sweet of you. People always ask me how I like a recipe for things and it's annoying to other people because I don't really use recipes. I just throw stuff together, but that was sweet of you, Clint. Clint does the dishes though. He's my dishes man and I do most of the cooking. I will say that <laughs> if Clint does cook, I would probably bet someone a thousand dollars over the phone that I like new like if i'm like on a call or something through the evening and i need to like like if we have a damn happy damn healthy workshop like those nights like clint might start supper 99.9 percent .9 of the time he makes the exact same thing and it is deer steaks and a sweet potato <laughs> deer steaks some sort of potato and usually a bag of frozen vegetables yep. out of the freezer, which is fine. It's perfect. And But I would just like bet anyone that that's what he's making if he is in charge of dinner, which is 100% a-okay. So I, I win the cook category, but Clint wins the dishes category. I do have that meal down to the pat though. Yeah, you, he, he's, he's got it on lockdown. He knows exactly what he's doing with that one. Um, side note, one time he like cooked something and it was supposed to be like Mexican something. And he like, t Clint's problem is seasoning. Like he just like thinks every season seasoning like, or like s spice or whatever goes together. <laughs> like some of them, it's like, you can't put everything on one thing. Like you need to kind of not use all the things. So he struggles with that. So one time he was making like a Mexican dish and he put like lemon pepper on it. And I'm like, no, no. It tasted good. <laughs> it didn't, it tasted terrible. Today's episode is brought to you by the Damn Happy, Damn Healthy Fitness Membership. Thank you so much for being a listener of the Damn Happy, Damn Healthy podcast, but know that the Damn Happy, Damn Healthy Fitness Membership is where you take this mentality and this lifestyle that you're learning about here and you extend it. Damn Happy, Damn Healthy helps women end their search for balance so they can truly find freedom, gain confidence, and get fit without giving up their social life, without giving up their family life. Life and without flipping their lives upside down. If you want to make exercise and healthy eating an effortless part of your day-to-day -day routine, this membership can help you find this balance. Stop searching for the quick fix, girlfriend, to your lifelong battle with health so you can achieve the body of your dreams while still focusing on the things that you love most. How does Damn Happy, Damn Healthy work? Let me explain. Members get five brand new workouts every single week. The workouts are 40 minutes per workout and a set of dumbbells is the only piece of required equipment that you'll need. Along with these workouts, you get a proven system and accountability to set you up for success in finding your freedom in health, fitness, nutrition, and life. We take those things and we simplify them and we help you truly find your happiest, healthiest, and most confident version of you and believe that that looks and feels different for every single woman. And it's better yet, girlfriend, because you're here listening to the podcast. We want to offer you your first seven days free inside Damn Happy, Damn Healthy. If you want to claim this offer, if you want to jump into this, I encourage you to go click the link in the show notes and sign up for your first seven days free. Girlfriend, it's on me because I truly do believe that you are just one decision away from 
being on that path to your most happy, most healthy, and most confident self. And that click is right there for you in the show notes. And that click leads you to the damn happy, damn healthy fitness membership. Let's get a few more funny questions. We got some serious ones, but I will say, guys, some next few questions I'm gonna just shout her out from my sister. She gave us quite oh wow quite a list of interesting ones, and they mostly apply to Clint. I'm not gonna answer all of them, Sarah, because we don't have time for that. But I will answer. We'll get some of them answered. So the first one is: Does Clint like peanut butter? (laughs) Absolutely love peanut butter. Peanut butter is one of those those items that you could put on really anything and it's going to take it to that next level, whether that's ice cream, whether that's bread, whether that's a saltine cracker. <laughs> it just it goes well with about everything. The reason I know Sarah asked this, and I'm so glad she did because this is such a funny story. This has been during quarantine, and we have had – my sister and I FaceTime daily, like – Clint, am I exaggerating? Usually like six times at least. (laughs) We're always talking. Okay, so Clint comes upstairs to our bedroom. I'm like getting ready to go to sleep. Like I'm like sitting down to read a book in bed. And then I'm like, where's Clint? And he comes upstairs. And what's hilarious is like, you guys, I know I've talked to you before on here about portion control. And so Clint comes upstairs and he has a plate full of saltine crackers. Fine, like he probably had like six, seven, eight crackers. Probably eight. Let's just say he had eight. Just a dab of peanut butter on each. And he had, I am not exaggerating, like probably a realistic serving of peanut butter on each cracker. (laughs) And I, as like this health person, like I lost it, like not lost it mad, like I was laughing so hard. Like I could not stop laughing. So, I knew my sister would get a kick out of it. So I FaceTimed her and I said, Sarah, you have got to see what Clint is eating. And I'm like, you're just going to be mind blown. And I showed her and she starts dying laughing. So that's what that's about. Clint is obsessed with peanut butter. Sometimes he takes it overboard, like his like fourth cup of peanut butter that goes on his two slices of bread in the morning or his saltine crackers. With peanut butter, a little is good. But a lot is great. <laughs> he feels the same way about ketchup. Yes. <laughs> Too funny. Um, okay. Great question, sis. I like to be able to tell that story. Um, one more question that I'm going to throw out from Sarah is just a funny one. And then we'll go back to some more serious ones because I think you guys are enjoying both probably. Is does Clint like his sister or brother-in-law best? <laughs> wow. That's a really good question, Sarah. Um I'm kind of torn with it. I would say I really love all of my in-laws. I don't know if I answer that one, but I will say that you are by far my favorite sister-in-law. <laughs> she does win that by default though, because she is my only, but she's my favorite. <laughs> His only sister-in-law. Um, one joke that goes around our family is that like, who's the most weird in the like team grind? Griner is my maiden name. Um, and it's a toss up between Sarah and Clint. So. While Clint might really enjoy Tyler, he, that's my brother, I would say he and Sarah are most like each other out of all of us because they are just like the weirdest, the silliest, and they, they like vibe off of each other and they like rile each other up. So they're pretty entertaining when, when you get the two of them together. (laughs) 
All right, I'm glad we got that settled. Next question, which is a more serious one, which I like this question. I'm not sure how I'm gonna answer it. Let's see if Clint has an answer. Um, I know I have an answer, but I, making that answer short is, we'll see if I can do it. Uh, best advice so far after being married um, for five years? We've been married five years, and what's our best like marriage advice to someone like getting married? It's a great question. My advice, I'll keep it short here. My advice would, would be continue to feel and act young, wild, and spontaneous. And and I feel like, especially as we get older, I don't have kids yet, but when you get, have kids, you, you, you start to get into a groove and you kind of have the, the same schedule each day. And I, I think it's really important to continue and be spontaneous. And when your friends contact you at seven o'clock and ask if you wanna go grab a, a drink or whether you wanna go uh, on a bike ride or whatever it may be, Sometimes when you're you're you got up early and you're tired, it's probably easy to say you know I'd like to get to bed early and, and pass on that. But I, I truly think uh, that you need to continue to be spontaneous and try to say yes more than you say no when it comes to doing things together and also with family and friends. Yeah, I was gonna say something very similar. I love that answer. I was gonna say be a yes person. Be a yes person when your spouse needs you and you don't necessarily feel like doing something or feel like doing whatever, be a yes person when your friends ask you to do things as a couple or not as a couple. Um, just be a yes person in general. I think that it's, there are times to say no, and I know you guys have heard me say that on here before, but I think in, in relationships, it's really important to find that balance between like what serves you, but really like when you're married to someone the question in life more often is what serves the both of you and so i think that clint and i thrive in five years of marriage i mean i'm not saying there hasn't ever been like fights or hasn't ever been arguments but i would say like our marriage is phenomenal i i wouldn't say it isn't and i think that it's because we've been yes people and we don't don't we don't turn down how do I want to say this? Like I said, I knew I was going to struggle to keep this short. We say yes to each other and say yes to new opportunities with each other and new adventures or new questions or new things. But we also like say yes to things that we personally want. And I think that by finding that balance between what each other wants and what we want together and just like being fully supportive of that is is like really helpful. And the last thing I'll say is that like Clint and I, Clint is my whole world, but he's not my whole life. <laughs> Does that make sense? Like he, he's my whole world. Like I don't know what I'd do without him, but we also like have our own things. And I think that's important as well too. Like we have friends that are separate. We have, I mean, we have a lot of similar things, but we have different things as well too. And I think that keeps us like on our toes and keeps us having fun and enjoying our lives and enjoying growing, growing together and separately at the same time. Does that make any sense, Clint? That was well put. <laughs> okay. I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to say this, but all right. Um, great question. I think I had, who asked that? Can't see it. Dang it. Um, that was a really good question. Okay. What is our go-to date night? <laughs> um, this is really probably disappointing to y'all, but our go-to date night is usually us at 
6 or 7 o'clock at night texting one of our couple couple friends and saying like, hey, you want to go get food and drinks? <laughs> That's like our go-to. And we just really enjoy like interact. Like I said earlier, we enjoy hanging out with other people. Um, I spend all my time with Clint, you guys, especially right now during quarantine. I love him, but I said to him tonight even, I'm like, I need some people interaction. <laughs> like, who, who's busy tonight? Is anybody busy? Um, that way, it's just one of those things. So I guess I would say my go-to would be dinner and drinks with one other couple. Like, that's like my favorite kind of date night with us. We do love this place in Cedar Falls called Urban Pie. I would say that's like our go-to spot. If it's my choice, it's Mexican. <laughs> if it's Clint's choice. If it's my choice, it's Olive Garden. <laughs> that's my go-to. Clint loves Olive Garden. He's obsessed with the breadsticks. Um, but yeah. So, and the chicken parmesan. And chicken parmesan. Yeah. So what would you say anything different? I'd say Olive Garden and then... Uh, Go have a couple adult beverages with some friends, and uh, that's a phenomenal night to me. What's your go-to adult beverage? Not a question. Oh, I would definitely go with a whiskey Coke. Um, not real specific on the whiskey. <laughs> Joker on Clint is he never, like, he's fine with well whiskey unless it's, like, black velvet. And, like, he always says, I'll take a whiskey Coke. Nine times out of ten, the people are like, what kind of whiskey? And Clint's like... Oh, I don't care. Surprise me. Surprise. That's what you do say. Surprise me. Um, so that's Clint's go-to drink. What's mine? Malibu and diet. Yeah. If you guys listen to this, if you're a regular listener, you probably knew that. That or a margarita. Okay. Great question there. Let's see if we missed any. I think we... Oh, I see one or two. I think I see... Oh, here's one. This is a good one. I see like two or three more. We're getting there. How did he propose... And when you planned your wedding, did you do the planning together? Do you want to do a proposal? Sure. So when I proposed, uh, I had the ring for probably two or three weeks, just waiting for that special moment to get down on one knee. Um, Tell them what my mom was sending you. My mother-in-law would, maybe it might have even been a month, because I remember I would get a text Probably two to three times a he week. He did ask my parents permission, and my mom and his mom did go with him to get the ring. Yep. So, a little backstory. So they knew it was coming, and while I had the ring, my mother-in-law, then even my parents a little bit, would I'd probably get three to four text messages per week asking if this was the weekend or what I was thinking or or so on. So Didn't my mom say, like, are you going to brighten our day with something shiny yeah, today? Yeah, it would be, it'd be text messages like that, which I thought were, were really funny. But in all seriousness, we I did have it for three or four, five weeks. <laughs> um, what we did was um, we went fishing. Funny story, we went to Menard, or excuse me, Walmart to get uh, fishing worms. And that was my plan. We were going to go fishing. I was going to get down on one knee. And we got to Walmart and I forgot my wallet. And she didn't have her wallet. So then we had to go back to my parents' house. Clint was ticked off at Walmart. I'm like, and Clint doesn't get ticked off, you guys. I didn't read into it or anything, but like he was ticked. He was like so mad that he forgot his wallet. And I'm like, it's fine. Like we don't have to go fishing. Don't have to go fishing is what she was saying. So then I went home and I like was pulling up rocks and like, logs left and right trying to dig for some worms rummaged through and found about a half a dozen so um we had our bait 
got our fishing supplies ready, went to the pond, maybe caught a fish or two, and then uh, as Chelsea was had her line out in the water, I uh, pulled the ring out of the, the tackle box and uh, got down on one knee and, and told her how special she was to me and that I couldn't live without her and <laughs> prayed that she said yes. And uh, fortunately, that that day when we were fishing, I, I hooked her and reeled her in and still married today. You're being really cheesy. <laughs> I wish you guys could see Clint's face. Um, but yes, we got engaged fishing. It was great. It was just the two of us. It was perfect. I won't lie. I was waiting. <laughs> like I knew it was coming. I just didn't know when. And it was perfect. As far as the wedding goes... Y'all, I'm just going to be like, I'm not throwing Clint under the bus, but Clint did not do any wedding planning, <laughs> like zero. And not because I didn't like not, I wasn't mad about it. My mom is like the ultimate like decorator, planner, creative. So she like really took charge on it. And she has a twin sister who's exactly like her. So we had, we had two of those. And so we had a lot of fun planning the wedding, but it was like a girl driven thing another question that ties really well into this one is like what was one important thing that we wanted to have at our wedding um or like what was the most important thing at our wedding for us so i would say to me 100 percent, the biggest thing to me to the wedding is the people that you have there i've said a, a lot of times before that you know people spend a lot of time on wedding dresses and decorations and those are great and i understand that but to me, I'm going to look back 5, 10, 15 years after we got married and I'm not going to worry about the outfit that I was wearing or the decorations, but I am going to remember the people that were there and the excellent time that I had with those people. So to me, that's the biggest thing is who you're with at your wedding and not so much the surroundings. Mm-hmm. We, I did want like a unique venue. Um, we did end up getting married at this place called... Um, Whitetail Country Estates, and it's in Lockridge, Iowa. It's beautiful. Um, look it up. And I have to say that, like, I would agree with Clint um, in the sense that we picked a location and a venue for our wedding that suited our guests and suited the, like, type of party we wanted to have. Like, our wedding was a rager. We can't say that it wasn't, but in the best way. I remember every minute of it, and it was just an absolute blast. And I think we splurged on, like, the venue sort of stuff, that kind of thing, versus, like, splurging in other areas. And it was really cool because there was a bunch of lodging on site at this venue and so we could host a lot of our out-of-town friends and didn't have to like worry about them driving and just different things like that so that's where we splurged and I think like an experience for us but also just like an experience with all the people we love like I would redo that day over and over and over again and I would invite more people because we even have more people in our lives since then it's Clint and I got married pretty young you guys 23 and we're 28 now. We are pretty young and it's kind of crazy like how much our life has changed since then and how many like friends and acquaintances like we've gotten close to and been in weddings of <laughs> since we've been married. So it's just kind of interesting how like life changes and how getting married that young you're like, whoa, like we have all the, like this whole new group of people that are a part of our lives. And we, we've stayed connected as much as we can with the people from the past as well too. So yeah, focus on the experience. 
Don't, Absolutely. Don't focus on the other things. Girl, you can focus on your dress, though, because that's important. <laughs> I love my dress. I wish I could wear it over and over and over again. Okay, I think I see, let's see here. I've been kind of going back and forth trying to, like, bounce between fun ones and more serious questions. They're all fun, but I think the last question is, okay, I'll answer two more. One of them's kind of funny, and then the other one's just pretty straightforward. How many kids do you want to have? Well. Two. Chelsea wants two. I want four. So we're going to compromise in the middle at three. We're compromising at two. <laughs> I'll be honest, you guys. I really want two, and Clint wants three, and we have not. He said four as a joke. He's kidding. <laughs> like, he's laughing and has a big old, like, grin on his face right now. Um, we haven't come to the conclusion as to like what, what that's going to be yet. We'll just see once, I think we'll have a better idea once we have one, <laughs> what, that, what that experience is like. So TBD, um, great question, but yeah, we are, I'm saying two, Clint's saying three. And at this point, neither of us has budged. So <laughs> we'll see what happens. I, I honestly... I, yeah, I that's I think that's the best we can answer that one. The last question. It's another Sarah question because oh, I wow. think it'd be like a fun one to like end with. Who wears the pants in the relationship? Well, we have our relationship has a really big set of pants, and so we both are sharing that <laughs> set of pants. So I don't think there's one one ruler in our relationship. I I think that um, we both respect each other's decisions, and sometimes. Uh, what Chelsea wants to do is, is the way we're going to do it and, and vice versa, depending on the subject and how adamant we are about something. Yeah. And I would say like, there are certain instances, like in certain scenarios in life where Clint wears the pants and there are certain instances where I wear the plants. Like I am very much the planner and like the travel plans, the like bookings of things, that kind of stuff. Like I would wear the pants in that category. Um, I'm a planner, guys. I love plans. Clint, not so much. Clint could... Go with the flow. Clint is go with the flow as go with the flow gets. I'm getting better, and I've learned a lot from Clint with that. But I would say there are things like um, financial investments or, like, money-related, like, things when it comes to, like, I don't know, like, mortgage and, like, that kind of stuff, like, that that category of stuff, Clint wears the pants in that category. And he's kind of like, I don't say he's the boss of it, but like, I just know that that's more his area of expertise. And I would prefer that. I mean, I trust, we, we talk things over, but he probably gets annoyed with me most of the time. Cause usually when it's a category where like Clint wears the pants, I'm like, whatever you want, <laughs> just do it. I don't care. Um, so yeah, we, we wear the pants together and separately. <laughs> One one foot, one leg in each each side. Yeah. So yeah, you guys, this has been fun. You guys asked some great questions. Um, it was kind of fun to like answer these together. I think because while I think in our heads we probably had all this figured out, but like overall we've never really said this stuff out loud. So good for our relationship. Hopefully good for some of yours. Um, I'll continue to share the fun Clint content on podcast and on Instagram because people are loving you. And it's because Clint's a very lovable guy. Never met anyone that doesn't like him. So he's 
he is exactly who he seems to be on Instagram. He, some people think like, is Clint like putting on a show? Like, does he like do that? I'm like, no, that's just literally who he is. He is a major goofball. So today, before we started the podcast, just to end this, I could go on and on. I wish I had a camera, which he, he, I don't think he would have kept doing it if I had a camera. He like pulls out my podcast mic and he does like a, like a sports announcer like <laughs> like intro for the podcast and he like starts saying all this stuff and it's just like mumbo jumbo and I was like dying laughing and that's just who he is. <laughs> Can I say anything? I was going to give him a little bit of a, a test on, on how I did the intro. It was, ladies and gentlemen, this is Clint Caller with the damn health, damn happy, damn healthy podcast and today we are presenting with Clint Caller and Chelsea Caller. It was way better earlier. <laughs> I think we'll end with that. You guys, thank you for listening to us. Clint's a goofball. I'm laughing too hard to continue. So we will see you on the next one. Thanks for having me. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Damn Happy, Damn Healthy podcast. Share some love for today's episode with a rate, review, and subscribe. And don't forget, take a screenshot of this episode for your Instagram. Tag me at Chelsea Caller and tell me your fave takeaway. I'll be talking to you again real soon, girlfriend. But until then, be damn happy and damn healthy.